Episode 5, In the Midst of Loss, You Are Still God's Masterpiece. Welcome to Linda Brightman's podcast. I'm Linda Brightman. God has called me to build the identity of Christians. Whether you're a new believer or a seasoned leader, I have one important question for you. If I could crawl inside your mind for 24 hours, would I have a good day? Now, most of us would say, I have a war going on between my ears. These podcasts will help train you to align your thoughts with heaven and see yourself through God's eyes. Enjoy the show. There is nowhere in the world you can go where you will not experience loss. As a nation in the United States, we've been experiencing loss in unexpected ways, through school shootings, through workplace violence. Unexpected loss is uh, so tragic and it's something so difficult for families and the loved ones of the families to deal with because they had, it came out of the blue. Then we have loss that just comes with life. And everyone of us experiences that kind of loss. It can be financial loss, relationship loss, uh, loss of a marriage, loss of friends because of betrayal, loss of, of work, your job promotion didn't come through, a promise, a job promise didn't come through. And then we can lose loved ones. And this is one of the most, for, I think, extremely difficult losses. Look, guys, I get it. I have experienced loss. 15 months ago, my husband died. I had about, I'd say, a month to kind of prepare for it, but I didn't know he was actually, I I was going to lose him. This is something, there is not a quick fix for loss. I mean, God can do anything in a moment, but I can't give you a quick fix. What I can do is I can impart to you a way through loss, and I can give you what I have, what God has downloaded into me. Um, It's kind of like, you know, silver and gold have I none, but what I have I give to you. I can give you uh, being postured now for the trials yet to come. Because in... You know this is a Christian podcast, and I encourage you from Old Testament, New Testament. Jesus said, in the world you will have tribulation and that and trials. And that means loss. That means things are going to happen that are not going to be easy. Things will happen that are frustrating and that frustrate your faith even, that cause you to question and even doubt and just bring your faith all the way around in a full circle. And then Jesus said, but be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm and have conquered it for you. Well, what does that mean in the face of loss, in the, in the face of school shootings that just do not make sense? Jesus said, you're going to have trials and distress, but, I, but take courage. So what that is saying is that for us to go back to 
who God is, who he says we are in the middle of our trial. Again, I am not, it's not like I can put a band-aid on this. No, it goes really, really deep into who you are and how you see God. I speak to you with great humility and tenderness. And I want to say to you that as a nation, we cry with those who cry and we mourn with those who mourn. And there's a place in First Peter that's really helped me a lot where it says, Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. As Christians, we know we're not excluded from trials, and it doesn't mean everything is going to go smoothly and life is a piece of cake. No, it says to don't be amazed and bewildered at the fiery ordeal that's taking place because it's testing, it was says in the Amplified, your quality. And don't think it's strange. It, it really is testing your faith um, that something strange or unusual or alien has happened to you, has, has befallen you. Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. And what that means is we will at times have our hearts broken. It's just life. We'll have our hearts broken. When I have experienced inexplicable pain and grief so deep, I, I will, I'll get alone with God. Sometimes, like my head is under the covers, or it's the middle of the night, or it's early in the morning, and I get alone with God, and I, words can't even come out of my mouth. I, I just sit there and, huh and say, maybe Jesus help. Um, and, and posture myself to receive his comfort. There, when we go through pain, and, and I, it, what has happened in our nation with shootings, it's just, you've got to, you experience the pain and there's no way around it. And it is hard. I, I just want to tell you, and it's an, because the whole nation grieves that God is the God of all comfort, and he meets us in this place of pain. And it says in Ephesians that we are his masterpiece, that we are his own handiwork. This is Ephesians 2.10, created in Christ Jesus, that we may do good works, which God planned beforehand for us. And he, we are his masterpiece created in his image. And he feels what we feel, that he is able to meet us and comfort us during these times of extreme grief. So over the past eight years, I've experienced the loss of my mother, the loss of heavy-duty loss of finances. I battled breast cancer, um, all kinds of losses, financial health, friendship betrayals, all of that. And I'm still here, and I am still standing. 
What got me through it was posturing in who I am in Christ, trusting him and and saying to him out loud, I will get through this. I'm going to make it. I have hope and I have a future. And maybe I've shared that with you before. I cannot share it enough because what comes out of your mouth is crucial in aligning yourself with God, with who God says you are. Being God's masterpiece means you're his greatest work. It means you're a gem, the cream of the crop, his jewel, his treasure. And when you go into that quiet place, taking your pain with you, taking it all to God, and knowing, believing, and even saying to him, I'm your treasure, There's something deep inside when you go in with that, that I am your treasure, that you know, you don't know how or what. He's going to take care of you. He will take care of you through this severe trial that no counselor, nothing on earth can meet this need, this pain deep inside. And that's where when, when Jesus, it says Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted, he does what nothing on earth can do. He comes right in and heals the place of extreme pain. And what I have found, and this is where I say I can, I can help you, I can guide you for the, for the, trials that are yet to come in your life and this one that you're in right now is to say the things about yourself that he says that you have hope in the future that he will complete the good work that he's begun in you Jesus really gets your pain in the beginning early on in this show I shared out of John 16 where, you know, Jesus said in the world you will have tribulation. And in the Message Bible, it says, in this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. But take heart, I've conquered the world. Well, right before that, he's talking to his disciples and and he said, "Um, look, you guys, you are going to make a run for it, saving your own skins and abandoning me. He, would, he knew ahead of time they were all going to leave him. They were all going to betray him. They were all going to desert him and even deny him and speak against him. And he said, you'll abandon me, but I'm not abandoned. And that's a key for you, that in the midst of your trial, that you dig down deep, you dig in your heels, and this is the time to do it, and say, I am not abandoned. God loves me and he is with me. He, The Holy Spirit is in me and with me, guiding me and leading me into all truth. And he will lead me through this. God has helped me navigate through the death of my husband and the death of my parents and the loss in my life. He has helped me navigate each step of the way. And I have experienced deep comfort and it's like it doesn't it's not it's not like a one-time thing and then you're through it. 
No, I've experienced his comfort and encouragement, and then I've experienced the deep pain again, and then more comfort and encouragement, and then deep pain and confusion and all the things that go along with a trial and the questions. And then I keep going back to him and experiencing the comfort. It just, he is the one who gets us through this. Jesus told his disciples that when I leave you, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, but I'm going to send someone with you. I'm going to send another just like me who will do everything for you that I do. And this is the Holy Spirit. And he called Holy Spirit the Comforter. He said he's your counselor, your helper, your intercessor, your advocate, your strengthener. And he is the one who will, Jesus said, he will represent me on my behalf, and he'll teach you all things. He is the comforter. He is the consoler. And then Jesus said, he's going to remind you of everything that I've told you. And then Jesus said, this one, this, this gift that I'm leaving you, the, the thing he said that I leave with you is peace. He said, peace I leave with you, my own peace. I give, I bequeath to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Stop allowing yourself to be agitated and disturbed. Do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. This applies to us even now in the midst of pain and loss that we experience, we know, and we stick close with Holy Spirit as our comforter. And the, and the fact, the knowledge that Jesus left with us peace. And it is something that we really need to contend for. So what I want to do right now is I want to uh, speak over you uh, peace, supernatural peace, because the kind of peace that comes from heaven is not of this world. It is a supernatural peace. So I want you to just sit back, close your eyes, and listen as I speak peace over you. This is like, and posture yourself like this is coming right out of your spirit to God. Lord, I choose to keep my mind focused on you, and you will keep me in perfect peace. Peace, like a river, is flowing through me. I speak peace over myself. I proclaim peace over my life. I bind myself to peace. To my brothers and sisters, I proclaim grace and peace to you, grace and peace to you, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You guide my feet one step at a time down the path of peace. You have provided peace for me, Lord, not a false peace that comes from the world, but a real peace that comes from heaven. My heart will not 
be troubled, nor will I be afraid. I cast all of my worries, all of my anxieties, all of my concerns upon you because you care for me. When I do not know what to do, my eyes are on you, Lord. I am postured not to worry about things in my everyday life. My Heavenly Father is looking out for me. If his eye is on the sparrow, how much more is he watching over me? I seek God's kingdom above all else. Everything else will be added to me. The God of peace shatters everything that is the antithesis to peace. He will crush Satan under my feet. Because I trust you, I am unshakable. I am deeply at peace. In this world, I experience difficulties and challenges, trials, but I take heart because you have overcome the world. I will not worry. I will pray. With thanksgiving, I present all my requests before you, Lord. Your supernatural peace is not of this world. It transcends all my human understanding and places a guard around my heart and my mind. Jesus, you paid a great price so I could have peace. You were pierced for my transgressions. You were crushed for my iniquities. The punishment needed for me to have peace was upon you. And by your wounds, I'm healed. I receive your peace. I receive your peace. I receive your peace. I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus into your life. You've heard me talk about him in this broadcast. And maybe you know him, or maybe you know of him. If you've never invited him to be Lord of your life, um, or maybe you did once and have lost your way, you can return to Jesus. His arms are open wide, and he's calling you. He's drawing you. He's wooing you to come to him. His, he is, his love, he is love, and his love for you is extravagant. I want you to know he knows everything. He knows everything about you, and there's nothing hidden from him. He knows your pain. He knows your grief. He knows your struggle. And he wants you to know him, to let his love throw, flow into your heart right now. He died on the cross for you, and when he died on that cross, he took upon himself every sin, and that means every wrong thing, every thought, action you ever did. He made himself a sacrifice for you. He paid for you with his blood to reconcile you to God. What you're feeling right now is Holy Spirit. You may think you're not ready, but you are. There is nothing you have to do. Just ask him to forgive you and ask him into your life. So close your eyes and say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me for everything I have done that was against you. Whether I did it knowingly or unknowingly. Forgive me for my sins. For every way I have fallen short. I am so sorry. Really, 
sorry. I'm so thankful you died on the cross for me. I want to know you. To learn about you. So here I am. I'm yours. I trust you. Right now, pour your love into my heart and fill me with your love so I can love you back. I want to love you with all my heart and love people and love myself. Right now, I forgive myself. Thank you for your love, Lord Jesus. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me, Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you guys. I, uh, I ask you to uh, go over to my website, lindabrightman.com, and you can opt in so that you receive notifications of these podcasts, and you'll receive some free declarations on your identity. And um, if you could leave a review, that would be great. Um, hopefully it's a good one. <laughs> oh, you guys, I love you so much. I will uh, be seeing you again next week. Bye-bye.